0: Here are your hosts, Chase Palm and Broadcast School has really paid off, and Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome
2: in Tuesday edition Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Palm, Neil McCrady, Clark Ford Studio here with you. This is Valentine's Day edition. Happy Valentine's Day to all our four percenters out there. Reminder for uh, any gentleman who. Uh, are taking part in this holiday today you still have probably to the end of the day so uh this is your 8 15 a.m reminder whenever you're listening to this here podcast the podcast is brought to you every single day by the oxford exxon highway 6 west in oxford you know about the lunch specials the ribs they can take care of dinner tonight for you there's gonna be some rain coming in late this afternoon so make it simple on everybody pick up something from the hot case pick up the ribs wet or dry wrap them up ready to go if you call and. Let them know ahead of time there at the Oxford Exxon or next door at the Oxford Crystal. If you need breakfast, the Sunriser Combo, that's five ninety nine. dollars The actual Sunriser, two ninety nine. dollars If you just want the sandwich, it's made with the round sausage. It's a better value than it used to be. So great option there at the Oxford Crystal. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. Clark Ford's in
3: Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for our buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle. No haggle, you get your quote, the rest completely up to you. You can shop the quote around, it's perfectly fine. It's your prerogative, you can do that, or you can do what uh, I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. You'll uh, love the product, you'll absolutely love the service. Corey wants to be your car guy, he wants to be your truck guy, he'll prove to you what it means when you make the call. 662-257-1900. Guest will join this week. On the uh, MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive, you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, maybe you're an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify, Andy Ludicky can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life, your career in your own hands. It's 100% free, so you've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Contact Andy at andy@myperfectfranchise.net at or give him a call at 404-973-9901.
2: So uh, Ole Miss back on the uh, the coaching search front. Markwell Black- Blackwell, Ole Miss's running backs coach, headed to uh, Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M. More specifically, headed to
3: Bobby Petrino. And Texas Fair. A&M. Something to keep an eye on with Texas A&M over the course of the next few months. What are you thinking? Well, I don't know, but I consistently talk to people who are realist about Texas A&M. There's a few people that sometimes we talk to who are pie in the sky <laughs> about Texas A&M. But
2: 11 I've, and... Oh. But I've talked to a couple
3: people that are pretty realistic about it mm-hmm. who say that, look, so far, and they're quick to note that, look, the exam hasn't arrived yet. Sure. You know, the season will roll There are roll 12 around. of those. Yeah. But the, to this point, Jimbo Fisher has lived... And again, I, I, I can almost hear people yelling at the screen. It's early. But to this point, Jimbo Fisher has fulfilled his promise to Bobby Petrino and has let him do what he wants, including hiring staff, hiring analysts, that kind of thing, um, evaluations and recruiting, offers. So far, and again... We hadn't gotten to the games yet. We're honeymoon. There's no adversity yet. You don't lose right. in, in February. But what I'm told is that in the past, he's never been able to do this. And that so far, he's letting Petrino make decisions and hiring Mark Blackwell, who he was familiar with from their time at Western Kentucky, was a Bobby Petrino decision, is what I was told. I don't cover Texas A&M. I'm not there. I could be wrong.
2: But that's what people who are Pretty realistic about the Aggies, say. Blackwell had been in Houston prior to uh, Ole Miss, so back in that general area from her. I mean, not that they just recruit Houston, but it is a uh, a tie-in, a note there. I mean, look, it's the world you're in right now because I, mean, I got a couple questions yesterday just from buddies going, hey, what does it mean? And the question is, I don't know because, A, I mean, there's two things for just being completely real. Who's Ole Miss replacing with? What does it look like? What is sure. the recruiting chops? Because that's what matters is recruiting chops. And then two, I don't know, how is his relationship with Quinshawn Judkins is how is the next relationship going to be with Quinshawn Judkins? Because I view everything moving forward from portal standpoints Yeah. of, hey, what's the relationship like with that dude and that dude? I don't know. That's, that's than, what matters. More but, than fair. Yeah. I mean, I, that that's where this thing is right now is can you recruit? Can you develop, I guess? And then what's your relationship with your dude so you need, don't need to lose? Well, I literally was having a conversation with someone in conversation yesterday and he goes, what kind of recruiter is
3: he? And I said, does it matter? And he's like, what do you mean? I said, well, I mean, if your bag of cash is bigger than their bag of cash, does it really matter? He goes, I hadn't really thought about it like that. I'm like,
2: <laughs> I mean. It's not the only thing that matters, Neil. Relationships, locations, stadiums, uniforms, power tees. There's a lot of stuff. And, and all that stuff might still matter. I, I don't know. I well, mean, it depends on the
3: kid. It course. depends on the kid. Um, you know, A&M is, from a money standpoint, an elite national power. Now, obviously, that has not translated for them. So maybe it's about evaluations. Maybe it's about development. Maybe it's about schematics. Hell, I, I have no idea. I'm not football expert. Football expert will tell you that Bobby, not Bobby Petrino, Jimbo Fisher's offense is is outdated. Bobby Petrino's is not. So we'll see whether that correlates to wins or not. I don't know. How good of a recruiter someone is? I don't even know what that means anymore. Now, how good are you in the portal? How good are you with fast, like speed
2: dating, which is kind of what the portal is. That's the thing. It's how quickly can you make an impression? There's no longer the hey, we're going to recruit. I mean, there is, but it's it's a select number of kids. Hey, we're going to we're, we're going to recruit this kid as a freshman and a sophomore and get to know everybody in the family. And over three years, you, be, uh, I mean, kids are so eager to make decisions in today's world, for the most part, yeah. that. That doesn't happen. It's go, 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 go. So beats me.
3: But look, I mean, it's another coach off of his staff. He's got to replace another coach on his staff. I mean, but it feels like staffs even more now than usual are more, what's the word I'm looking for, transitory or change? ever-changing. It's kind of like the roster. The roster flips every year. The coaching staff flips too. I mean, we're not exactly covering staffs that have been together five, six, seven years anymore.
2: That's true. We don't talk about the same we don't talk about that the same way that we do players moving.
3: Guess we don't even think about it. I mean this is he was at Houston for what a couple years, now he was at Ole Miss for a year, and now he's at Texas A and M. It's good for Mayflower.
2: So much clothing just gets thrown out and given to buddies and friends and family members. Assistant football coaches are mercenaries. I mean, by necessity, there's yes. no, I mean, it's not, you look, you. it's just a polo. I mean, not to do like, not to get completely off topic, but it's, it's a job profession that when you're going in, you have to know exactly what it is you are trying to do and have a clear goal because you're just moving family all over the damn place. Kids not ever getting into normal routines and friendships and stuff like no, it's, it's tough. There's got to be a really clear family goal to what you're doing.
3: It's tough. I mean, Tyler talks about it all the time, and people push back all the time because they just view salary and go, well, you're making a ton of money. I don't feel sorry for you. It's not even about feeling sorry. It's just that lifestyle is tough, and now you you add all the increased recruiting to it.
2: It's just, never stopping.
3: I think you're going to see a lot more burnout, a lot more guys there's a lot of college coaches who in the past would have wanted to stay in college coaching who are now exploring the NFL
2: with vigor. Well, I mean, they they didn't recruit. The, the Kansas City Chiefs didn't go recruit anyone today. No. They might go to the office. I mean, if you're, working, not. if you're working for the Cleveland Browns today, you're you're off at
3: 430. It's not stressful today. You're not on the phone. You're talking to some guys. You're starting to kind of look talk about some draft stuff. You're looking yeah. at some free agency stuff. You know, you're talking about some things. You're having meetings, but you're home. Yeah, pot roast can be at five forty-five today. No issues. Well, little little Billy's got a basketball game. You you'll be there. That's good. It's a different deal. And some of these some of these college coaches they 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 work they drive pretty hard. So, you know, and you're having to you're having to recruit your own roster pretty steadily, so we'll see hey, shout out to leif i hope your're I uh, hope your son is doing well. sounds like he's getting better. Sorry to hear that he's had a bout. We'll be thinking about you,
2: yeah, moderate stays in hospital is not fun I that's, no. that's that lighting starts to even get to you after a while. I opened up kind of all the places today guys. there's not a ton going on uh opened up my inbox this morning started searching around for content and one of our favorite quarterbacks that we're always amazed by some of the draft projections not Will Levis, Anthony Richardson. Yeah. compared to uh Josh Allen this morning in my inbox. Are you buying or selling. I mean, I'm selling, but I get what
3: they're talking about. It's he's going to be that guy. He's been
2: mocked all the way up to maybe 7 or 8. Yeah. by some different sites at this point. Yeah. No, he's he's the guy that we're we're in the cycles. We talked about what we're the, in the cycle. What's happened with the
3: NFL? What what do they do? Well, right now they start overthinking. There's no game to prepare. Yeah. The draft isn't until what? Late April, early May.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You've got three months. So you're about to have the combine. Then you'll have some pro days. And in the midst of that, scouting departments will have one more day of meetings after one more day of meetings. And there are no games to be played. Anthony Richardson is not going to play a football game between now and the draft. He's not going to play a single snap of 11 V 11 between now and the draft. It's all on film. And so they've got this film that tells them one thing. And then he's going to be the guy that when he shows up at the combine for kind of the underwear Olympics, he's going to blow them away Yeah, because he looks like a gazillion dollars. I mean, his arm. He's, he looks fantastic. Can move. Got a big NFL body. He's he's uh, God was good to him when he was put together, and he's got a cannon for an arm, and he's got great feet. There, I mean, there's a lot of Josh Allen there, and they go back to Josh Allen and they're like, you know, when he played at Wyoming, he didn't do much. Well, look at look at him now, and then someone Ooh. in someone in the room is going to go, Hey, Mitch Trubisky. Just saying.
2: <laughs> For every Josh Allen, there's eight of that that guy. But then that saying. guy's
3: going to go, but that hey, do you watch Josh Allen? Because Josh Allen didn't have a whole lot of help in Buffalo at times this year. And they won a bunch of games with his feet and his arm. So that's what's coming. I get it. I mean, I know what I would be saying. I would be saying, look at the film. And then there's going to be some NFL guy that goes, yeah, but our coaching staff, when we get him and we put him in our system, especially if they're like, you know, we could put him behind Veteran X for a year. We can go slow until Veteran X gets hurt mm-hmm. or until you start one and four and suddenly the fans are screaming and yelling and the media is talking about your job and you're like, let's put the kid in. And then is he ready or not? I, I mean, I, I don't know. But like, you're going to watch Bryce Young run around at five foot 11 or whatever he is. And you're gonna look at Will Levis and I mean Richardson 6'4", 232. I mean, he he looks like a gazillion dollars. He looks like what you want your NFL quarterback to look for, look like. And he can freaking play. He is so athletic. And so he's gonna run some four five, five forty. And going to throw it out of the building and, and the he's going to make all these throws and, and and he's got that quick release and the ball looks like a laser out of his arm sometimes. And you'll watch the Utah film and go, yep, that's my dude. And then you'll watch the Vanderbilt film and go, oh, my God,
2: that's the same guy. And so I don't know. But there will be yeah, some look. He beat Utah. Yeah, by himself. He was great. Yeah. And Utah was He good. looked like a damn Heisman finalist. Utah that was night. good.
3: And and he got beat by Vanderbilt he did. and played like shit. And so I don't know. I mean, I don't know what kind of kid he is. I don't know what he's like. I don't know how smart he is or isn't. I don't know about his football acumen. I don't know about how he is as a communicator. I don't know how he is as a leader.
2: You want a stat for you from him? Sure. Number of games with 250-plus passing yards and 60% or higher completion rate in the game. Okay. Mm -hmm. Zero. Zero. Yeah. He has never had a game where he completed 60% of passes and threw for 250 yards. And so if I'm
3: the guy in the room, oh my God. if I'm the guy in the room when we're talking about that Utah game, I'm like, okay, but Utah, is all credit to Utah. The Cincinnati Bengals linebackers are going to be better than Utah's. They're going to have a better defensive line than Utah. The Detroit Lions are going to have a better defense than Utah. Nothing against Utah. But some of the stuff that he did to beat Utah, he's not going to be able to do against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not outrunning that cat. I mean, not yeah. consistently. And if he tries to all day, he won't finish the game. Now we're paying somebody $30 million to sit. And so it's kind of the team, right? It's like, what team? Because I've seen him like mocked to the Lions. And if I'm in Detroit and I'm in the room, I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on, What are we doing? We're in our window. Yeah. Jared Goff was good. We, we, we won games. Green Bay's taking a step back. The Bears aren't there yet. And Minnesota's, Minnesota's not Minnesota's, a kid, yeah. Minnesota's Minnesota. Yeah. We can compete. Let's give. Let's either give –
2: Go all in on golf, or find the guy that can win a Super Bowl. Let's one of the other. Let's
3: either give golf another weapon or let's add to the defense. Yeah. Let's put somebody on the other side of Hutchinson. We got it right last year. Let's get it right again. That's what I would be saying if I'm in that room.
2: And they're going to change their mind 197 times between now and
3: Google likes San Francisco.
2: Is that what usually comes up? Yeah, there's
3: a lot of San Francisco. Oh, does it change though? They they show different cities, really, but it's mostly mostly on that deal at San Francisco. They like they like, it. and it's San Francisco is a beautiful city. I get it.
2: It's just like the closest one to their home base, or something. Is that no, or something?
3: it could be. It could be just be. It's very visually pleasing. with The bay and the bridges, and got the bay bridge, and they got the Golden Gate Bridge, and all the bridges. It's cool. Well, they're both gorgeous bridges. <laughs> I mean, I've been been to both of them. They're very nice.
2: It's a great ballpark in San Francisco. Oh yeah, great ballpark. It's a great ballpark. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, what else from the draft is interesting real, real quick. Um, we have plenty, 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 plenty of time. CJ Shroud down to seven from a prospect standpoint. He's fallen a little in the last couple weeks without playing a game, which is one of the dumber things that happens. But
3: And he's another one of those guys that he's got some games that you go, wow. And he's got some games where you don't. And then Bryce Young, there's going to be a size thing. Is he big enough?
2: You pass. I know. You're just praying. And then you've got
3: those two elite defensive linemen at the top of the draft. Jalen Carter, Will Anderson. Those are your safe bets. Jalen Carter's the safe bet. You know what you're going to get. I mean, I'm probably getting Chris Jones. Oh. That's who I'm probably getting. If I'm getting Chris Jones. I know. I mean. That's why. I got to at least think about it. If I'm the Bears, I love all this conversation about Anthony Richardson. I love all this conversation. Y'all fall in love with all these quarterbacks. One of you fall in love enough to trade up. Because if I can trade down to two or three and get one of those two defensive linemen and then get a bunch of extra picks, I'm in.
2: You think they're going to stick with Fields the whole way? Sounds like it. They're not going to change their mind. I I don't know. I'm not in the room. It's a
3: conversation you have to have if you're in that room. Are we sure we like this guy?
2: Are we positive? What's your baseline on pick number for an over or under on Levis? Feels like he's going to kind of fall. I mean, he's going in the top 10. Yeah. He will, won't he? Yeah. He's a lot like Richardson, and unlike Richardson, he's got some games where he has results. Yeah, he actually has some games, but I, but I will enjoy that just from a fan standpoint, kind of watching Richardson versus Levis move through this sure. thing. That feels like you know, it feels like we have two tiers. We have a Stroud versus Bryce Young, and then we have a Levis versus Richardson to sort of watch their progressions. Levis is pretty athletic
3: too, very charismatic kid, super confident, and has some games on his film. And has some stinkers on his film, too. Inconsistent. But there are some games where they go, oh, look at that. And he's going to look the part in the underwear Olympics, too. He won't run as well as Richardson, but he'll run
2: well. And he'll sling it. Babels in our stream says Richardson's up to third in one of the athletic monk drafts. Oh, my God. I know you're throwing all the chips in at that point, boys, and going, "Hey, I'm going to be a genius or fired in three years."
3: Sure, but that's what they do. They sit around and they talk about. They look at. They look at Josh Allen, and they go, "Well, he's so he's Josh Allen." Well, if he's Josh Allen, we should take him because if we had Josh Allen, yeah, that's what the guy in Detroit who wants to take Richardson says. Can you imagine how good we'd be if we had Allen? We wouldn't be nine and eight. We'd be. Thirteen and four. Thirteen and four. We'd have been in the NFC title game. If we had him. So there he is. And hey, we can and we can sit him behind golf for a year. And if we get Mr. Bisky, we're all fired. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You all get fired. Because if you take if you take him third and pass on Will Anderson and can you, lo- can
2: you build around Jared Goff enough to win a Super Bowl? I don't know. Because he's a better quarterback today than he was with the Rams. Significantly. Yeah. He's older. He's in his prime. He's good. Is he Mahomes good? No. Is he Jalen
3: Hurts good? His ceiling. Because Jalen Hurts just almost won a Super Bowl. How much different is Jalen Hurts from Jared Goff? Hurts is better, but. You have to ask yourself how much better. Because if it's just a hair. You're probably
2: fine with golf. Yeah. Probably oh, true. Baseball starting back on Friday for another year of <clears throat> your national champions back in action. So your support for their efforts on the field this season by signing up for the Pledge per win and pledge per home run campaigns. Donations are charged every Monday. They're allocated from your blue priority point total and up to 90% tax deductibles. So you can sign up today by visiting give slash donate. Call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662 915 7159. Remember, Morgan Wallen tickets still on sale. That's April 22nd, 23rd there in, uh, in Oxford at Vaught Hemingway Stadium. Good prices on both nights for those. You can find those at morganwallen.com. Walk-On Sports Bistro
3: puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch, Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Visit them in uh, Oxford or Ridgeland today. Also, you can order online at walkons.com or on their uh, very convenient walk-ons app. The College Corner is your uh, one-stop Rebel Shop two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet in Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. We're doing the uh, hot-cold thing outside, which means uh, spring is approaching. It's not here yet. You can have another cold snap. You can just about bet on it. But spring's around the corner, which means summer's right behind that uh you, now would be a great time to start making sure that your ac is is going to be ready to go do that by getting in touch with comer heating and air southern air conditioning and heating if you live in oxford tupelo batesville that area call our friends at comer 662-801-1777 if you live in hernando memphis olive branch that area call our friends at southern 662-429-4429 a-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. Want it? Bid it? Win it. And we're brought to you by Solutions RX. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum, Chris Cornelison. We always tell you about prescription support. They've also got all sorts of vitamins, supplements, some things I've been taking just to make me feel a little sharper, a little healthier, recover quickly from workouts and things of that nature. Solution RX is uh, available in local independent pharmacies across the continental U.S., including all across Mississippi, or on their website, solutionsrx.com. Type in the promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order.
2: Podcast also brought to you by Prime Shrimp. That's primeshrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. They ship directly to your door in fewer than 10 minutes from freezer to plate with Prime Shrimp, including their New Orleans-style barbecue shrimp, their newest offering, their signature, the full meals in a, full meals in a bag, or their spicy, the Louisiana Shrimp Bowl. They also give you the uh, option to buy the two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp. Those come... Just like it's with the grocery store, except for higher quality shrimp from the New Orleans based company. So use code RG when you buy five pouches or more. You get twenty-five percent off. Again, code RG with Primeshrimp.com. Pretty light uh pretty light day of um basketball today, just three games, I believe, if I have that uh have that correct.
3: Yeah, it's three today, three tomorrow or four tomorrow. I don't
2: know. Is that right? I don't know. One of interest tonight, if you will. We got Vanderbilt at South Carolina. The Commodore's playing pretty well right now. Mm-hmm. And well, my Paris does have Carolina playing hard. They, I mean, first yeah. year coach knows it's a it's a struggle, but it's okay. And then uh Missouri at Auburn, the one that is definitely oh. the uh the highlight of the night. Six o'clock ESPN two for that one. And, Big game uh, for Auburn. I didn't know they had named it Neville Arena at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was not aware of that. I still thought it was Auburn Arena. And then uh, LSU at Georgia is your 7.30 tip on SEC Network. Might go get another win. I like his chances, don't yeah. you?
3: Yeah, yeah. It's a big game for Auburn. Need to win that. It's game a, for Missouri, too. Man, it's kind of a shot for Missouri. Yeah, The road the road L doesn't hurt you. Is Missouri in? Yeah. Pretty bubbly. 44 net? Yeah, but the, their, their metrics are really good.
2: So you think they're okay? I,
3: I think they're in. I, I think winning in Knoxville probably did it. As long as they don't just like swallow the pipe here. Oh, really? If they just kind of win the games they're supposed to win, they're gonna be good. They're yes. fun. See there's San Francisco again. Got the got the
2: The whole skyline. The, the Bay
3: Bridge off to the
2: right, yeah. Tomorrow night, I'll miss at Florida, five thirty from uh Gainesville, five thirty Central, obviously. Alabama's at Tennessee tomorrow night, six o'clock for uh, the Tide and the Volunteers. Tennessee scuffling, lost two in a row. They 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 don't score. Defense can only carry you so far. Well, you better score against those guys. Yeah, because the, they're going to score. You're not holding them to forty two. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Kentucky at Mississippi State, big game, big game for the Bulldogs, big game for Kentucky and the Wildcats. They're out right now, right? Yes, they would for sure be out if they didn't have UK across their chest. I think they're
3: out if they don't I mean, I think they have to win games. They have opportunity to get
2: back in, but like they, they need to win in Startville. And then what should be a pretty fun game, Arkansas at AM tomorrow night.
3: Yeah, they got a chance to be fun. Got a chance to be got You like to, the Aggies right now. I like them a bunch. But you now should. look, what you don't know with Arkansas again is you just don't know how much impact Nick Smith is going to have and when he has it. Because if he suddenly goes off and adds 21 points a game to them, they're a different team. So we'll see. He makes them super
2: interesting. What is the expectation on how good he can be before the year's over? I don't know. He's his normal dude. He looked really good in the second half. First
3: half, he looked real rusty. In the second half, you could see the rust coming off. He's special now. You, I mean, you watch him, forget the whole next month. You see why the NBA loves him. You watch much NBA, and then you watch him, and you're like, oh, I get it. Quick twitch. I mean, electric. Really athletic. Could play the one, could play off. Can get to the basket. Probably needs to develop a shot, but that's pretty typical for a lot of young guys. So he's, he's a wild card. We'll see. Again,
2: you know, we'll miss playing Florida tomorrow night. Florida, thirteen and twelve overall, six and six in the SEC, and a in a big log jam um, there in the league. I mean, you've got clear tiers sort of from a record standpoint. And this thing, they are one game ahead of Mississippi State, and then actually tied with Vanderbilt. Um, if you tell Vanderbilt going into the year, hey, you're going to be tied with Arkansas, one back of Kentucky, and tied with Florida. They probably thought they had a pretty decent schedule going on.
3: Well, if they hadn't just struggled, they were so bad early. Yeah, they were so bad early. early. They just buried themselves. I mean, they kind of sucked. Yeah, I mean, to the point where they were talking about firing the coach. And here lately, they've really played well. In fairness to Stackhouse, um, he didn't have he didn't have the big guy healthy early. Since Liam Robbins, I, I, I always, I always want to call him a different name. Liam Robbins, since he came back and looks as healthy as he does, he looks 100% right now. They're different. But now Robbins, Robbins is probably the best big in the SEC.
2: And he plays like it. He's a beast. Florida was on the bubble after beating Tennessee, but you've got to think that's over now at 6-6, six and 13-12. Six, They've lost three in a row, including four out of their last five. Tennessee the one win in that stretch. I won't be shocked if Ole Miss beats them tomorrow night. They've lost to Kentucky, gotten hammered by Alabama, and lost Vanderbilt at home by eight. Yeah, in the last three games, had the, no answer for Robbins. They, Robbins I, I think they would have to literally win out to make the tournament. Yeah, Robbins went for like thirty-five and
3: twelve or something like that against them. He was dominant. Um, Ole Miss, I have to answer for Colin Castleton. They don't course. really have an answer there. No, he's good. He's he's good. He's he and he held his own against Robbins
2: to a degree. Yeah, they're close. Ole Miss, at Arkansas, Kentucky, at Vanderbilt, Georgia, LSU. Yeah, they're done. Not enough there? Nope. You had to have like Bama again and beat them or something to even kind of get back on the deal. Yeah, I mean, they just – And they're not beating Alabama. No, no, no. And well, Alabama's still undefeated in the SEC. Alabama's legit. And they got that Oklahoma loss that is just, just had a day. They had a week. They had a week. The State played them weird, too. And OU played really good that night.
3: And look, the Big 12's just good. I mean, you 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 have to throw Big Twelve records out the window a little bit.
2: I told you to, it was like a week and a half ago. I got really in almost kind of like into West Virginia, Iowa State, and went. This is pretty good. Oh, it's good. This, this is good.
3: It's good. You, you you. There there are teams that are four and seven in that league that will make the tournament and deserve to make the tournament and will be good in the tournament. Those teams will be super battle tested. The Big Twelve's legit. Like Baylor, Baylor's
2: a national title contender, and they've got multiple losses. Yeah, Miami is good, and out of the ACC. Hurricanes are kind of fun. Yeah. We didn't talk about it. You had Naga pulling out cash when they played Syracuse after Bo, Boham had made that comment a few a couple weeks ago. Did oh, you I see didn't this? see this. Well, you know, Boham took shots at. Syracuse of all people. Okay, yeah, Carmelo came for free, guys. They just mm-hmm. loved upstate New York and said, "You know what? That's where I want to play my basketball." Yeah. That's where I want to go win a national title and all that stuff. What was the wa- McNamara was that who it was? Yeah. Was with sorry, Carmelo. And uh look at that pulling 20 year of college basketball out of my head. Yeah. Um yeah, he I, I don't have the exact comment. I mean, I guess I could find it now that we're we're on the subject, and there's nothing really to uh, I will
3: forever be a Carmelo fan. He probably saved my marriage.
2: Oh, yeah, that is that story, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> Isn't is the Sweet 16? Yeah. Is that right?
3: Yeah. Auburn's about to beat them in the Sweet 16,
2: and I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to the Final Four. So, Bayheim quote, this is an awful place we're in, in college basketball. Pittsburgh bought a team, okay, fine. My big donor talks about it, but if he doesn't give anyone any money, nothing, not one guy, our guys make like $20,000. Wake Forest bought a team. Miami bought a team. It's like, really, this is where we are? That's really where we are, and it's only going to get worse. Jim Beheim'm bitching about people buying teams. That is correct, yes. No, thanks. So going L- out to the pastor. So Laranega literally showed up with cash? I don't know exactly where he used it. I saw a picture, and I had a buddy send it to me. But, yes, at some point, he had like dollar bills in his hand during the game. Oh, that's great. <laughs> good for you.
3: That's fantastic. So On some well, random night in March that will make me cheer for them.
2: Yeah, you'll get this random tournament game of I don't know, St. Mary's and Miami and go, Okay, we'll we'll pull for I'll tell you what. I know
3: you just pulled them out of the blue. Saint Mary's is legit.
2: Are they? They're good. In that game, by the way, uh, Miami won 82-78 over the Orange. Miami now 15-3 and on the season. Or maybe they were at the time. I guess they would have to be at the time. They were 15-3 and after that win. That's solid. No, they're good. They're really good. I mean, it's 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 legit. So, anyway, I don't know. The Big Ten's got a bunch of good teams. Like, Northwestern beat
3: Purdue the other night. And I would watched Northwestern and Iowa have a slugfest. A couple weeks ago. That there's a bunch of good teams in that league. I think the SEC's better than it's getting credit for. I do. I think for whatever reason the national media likes to pick on the SEC and call it mediocre. And maybe it is. We'll see. But I think some of those teams that are quote mediocre are potentially really good in the tournament.
2: I see it in the stream here. They said that uh season three Ted Lasso coming out March fifteenth. Oh, is that right? I'm Oh good. Just reading from the stream.
3: That'll be awesome. I love Ted Lasso.
2: Yeah, fifty minutes ago on variety. They've set up they've they've dropped a teaser and announced a date. Yes, return on Wednesday, March 15th when new episodes dropping weekly. Thereafter, this will mark the first time that Apple series, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
3: Twelve episodes. Sweet. Champions League gets started back today. I'll have Paramount going this afternoon. Does it? Yeah.
2: We'll do some Ted Lasso show stuff for March 15th. We've got a month, but we can spend a day on that. I like, I mean, it's hard to believe March 15th is only a month away. More month and a day. And February is a short
3: month. Crazy. Hardman says strong rumor there will be a season four. I would think. I mean, it's super popular.
2: You got to be careful. I know it's money. I get it. Yeah. It was never meant to go beyond this. I'm, I'm fascinated to see how they play it out. I don't know. I I, I'm, I want to trust the writers. I'm trying really hard to trust the writers. But when you get into a season four, I have a hard... Here's the problem. When you, if you know you're a season four, you didn't do season three the way that we're sending it goodbye. right? Because it's very so easy So I'm wondering here. if season
3: three is going to drag because you're trying to drag it out. Unless you or to-
2: piss you off and go the way we said you couldn't do. yeah. And it also cuz here's the deal too and again, if you had if you've never watched sorry but come 90 on I'm, I'm not going to completely give stuff away but it case Ted Lasso's been out for years it can't be about relegation this season no it's well, got to be about competing and you and at some point in the final season he can't lose to him right and at some point
3: Ted's going to go back to america right ted's not staying he's not staying in london forever unless he finds a new life there which is possible but they're gonna have to start introducing some things he can't get back with the ex-wife no no no
2: no because we don't like her and he can't get with rebecca no that's too easy yeah no don't do that to us You're, you're better than that so be better than that
3: yeah that's that's too simple
2: they were each other's lifelines in ways. That's Frankly, what that Rebecca
3: is. and the player
2: thing was a bit much. Look. Last season had some great stuff. It and did. last season had some bad stuff. It had some stuff where I, mean, I would have been, let, let's just I be been in the room going, hey, wh- why? Yeah, no. Last season, as, as good as it was at times, felt forced
3: in a couple spots. Now, they did a really good job with a couple of storylines.
2: Yeah, Kevin, you're right. Succession's got to end soon. It's it's phenomenal, but it, it it's time.
3: Uh, That's the show I keep trying to get into, and I can't get into it.
2: It's slow. It's it's kind of a weird HBO version of Mad Men, a little bit, where it's so dialogue based that you've got to really. Yeah, and
3: I just my attention span fades, and I, I'm embarrassed to admit that. But I've tried numerous times to get into it.
2: No, I I get it. I did, but it took a minute. It, it's a well, You it's almost a, have to take two or three hours and block out everything yeah. and get into it. It's hard to find that two or three hours. Yeah. Ginger makes a good point in Lasso. They did the two one offs because they needed extra episodes, and it was maybe the best episode of the season and the worst. Yes. You got Christmas and then whatever the hell that other thing was. The Christmas one was awesome. Yeah. And the other one was like, whoa. It it was What did you guys take? It's maybe the worst fifty minutes of television I've ever watched. And I've watched some bad shows. It's the only Ted Lasso
3: episode that if you told me, hey, we're playing it, or or, or, you get to watch that series again, I'm like, okay, cool, but I'm not watching that show. I'm skipping that one. I don't need it.
2: Made no sense. I know they just had to do anything else. Yeah. They made a point to not push the plot at all. We got to just have a show. And Yeah, no. Do something else with Beard. We can learn about him. Just don't do that. Yeah. Jesus. But there's, there's, there, it, it'll be. A, they I'm, made a good point in here. If you have a season four, it probably does have to be something where you have like a redeem, a, a, a redeeming of Nate. But frankly, let him be a heel and lose.
3: I'm going to defend myself here, JM, because I've never once in my entire life claimed to be a good writer. So I can critique other people's <laughs> writing. Never <laughs> once, literally, not one time have I ever. Even back in the days when I worked in newspapers and everything was about competitions, I wouldn't enter my stuff in the competitions. Oh, did you not? Nope. hated it.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
1: Are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment, and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
3: Cannot tell you how many sports editors I pissed off with. Hey, what did you enter in the competition? Nothing.
2: Well, it also takes it takes a good bit of time to do that to go find it and put it in the right format. Yeah, like there's I, a there's a process to that kind of stuff.
3: I didn't feel like losing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nope. If you never put the skates on, you can't lose the race, can He's you? Like, it's, it's, it's like just, hey, did you
3: enter that Henry story? I did not. Why not? Cuz it would lose. This way I can say
2: it didn't lose. Well, you can't say it won. Nope, but it didn't lose. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. They make all their cheeses locally and in-house every single day. If you took part in their Valentine's Day pre-order, remember to pick that up today. You should have set a time when you either called in or did it online between 10 and 5 today for those items from Johnson Hill Creamery. So take advantage of that and pick those up. Don't forget if you uh, if you did so, and it was kind of slip your mind a little bit. And remember, it's still king cake season. You can still get those. Plenty of different flavors available including the blueberry cheesecake, their newest offering, all their traditional flavors as well. So you can shop directly online at com, or give them a call at six six two four one nine nine two zero one. 419 9201 With the temperatures dropping, we've entered prime sock season and our friends over
3: at Dead Socks, he just announced the BOGO winter sale. Uh, when you buy two sock bundles, you get the second bundle 50% off or you can get a free pair of socks with any single pair you purchase. To get the deal, just put two bundles or any two pairs of socks in your cart. Apply the code Grove. If you've got two bundles in there, it'll take 50% off the least expensive bundle. If you've got two pairs of socks in your cart, it will make the least expensive pair free. Head over to deadsoxy.com. Stock up on the incredible winter sale. As always, stay soxy. Game Changer Patches are the only two-patch system available in the market. to Stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink the overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. All natural ingredients will keep you in the game ready for the next place. So go to gamechangerpatch.com promo code rebel grove 20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. ACS is owned by my friend Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. Um, if you are in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions, or large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS has you covered. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. Go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. And we're brought to you by Lamman's Fine Jewelry in Oxford. It's done. not too late. You still got today. You can run over to Lamman's at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford and uh, check out all of their fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Uh, they're super helpful if you're in there and you're hunting for a uh, last-minute gift. Uh, tell Alan and the people there at uh, Susan, the people there at Lamens that uh, we sent you. They'll take great care of you. It's lamensfinejewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle, Pinnacle Home to the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team, get in touch with them, and they'll conduct a complimentary, no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com.
2: Podcast also brought to you by Athletic Greens. Take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day, usually in the morning, feel better for working out and helping you get those extra benefits. Maybe if your diet's not exactly perfect, they can assist you with that. It's comprehensive health and the power of habit all-in-one AG1. It's great for recovery. You can take mine again before you work out or even when you just kind of need a boost throughout the day. so much more than just a greens powder. It's all of your key health products all right there in one. It's a comprehensive solution. It's what you need for your supplement routine. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five and five free travel packs for your first purchase. To do that, you go to athleticgreens.com slash mpw. That's athleticgreens.com slash mpw. Check it out. I, I applauded Major League Baseball yesterday. Talked about all the rule changes, all the things that I liked. you about to talk about Jason Stark's column? I haven't seen Jason Stark's column, actually. Okay, go ahead. Maybe I'm maybe I'm diving into it. I don't know, but I have not seen it. You can alert me in a second. Okay. I hate this extra inning thing, the international base runner. I do too. Hate it. Too. With a passion that I cannot, frankly, quite explain.
3: It's the way I feel about it, college football overtime.
2: I mean I am
3: so you play an entire nine inning game one way
2: I'm, I'm so frustrated and then you go, okay let's play it a different way because the new rules are allowing college baseball to do this if the teams agree they haven't made it a full rule yet, but they can if they want I I, I hate it um for anybody that's been under a rock, they're putting a runner at second base in the major League baseball season in any extra inning yep. to speed up the game. Except in the postseason when they don't do it. Is that still a rule? Or yeah. Or they even do it in the postseason now? Don't do it in the postseason. But is that changing? I'm not sure. I hate it. They clarified that it was permanent, so I didn't know if that meant postseason now too. Can you imagine that's deciding a World Series game? You get a free runner at second base? You don't have to earn it? Yeah, you haven't hit a pitcher all day. And now you and have
3: now, a runner at second. With nobody out. And I know you'll get a runner at second too, but I don't like it. I've never liked it. But I hate college football over time. Despise it with a passion. See, I don't hate it as much. As oh, I, I hate it because that's not real football. Because in football, you literally can't start a football game without kicking the ball. I've never seen a, a I've never seen a foot, college football game start without a ball getting kicked. Every game I've ever covered or watched, they kicked the a ball to start the game. And you take kicking out. You take punting out. Tell me, punting is not important after watching the Super Bowl.
2: You take punting out. You, I hate. I didn't it. think in major leagues we had to sh- shorten games. Like it's, it's not common to have crazy long games. When you do, it's almost kind of a novelty. Who cares? What, their, is, the, what is the
3: purpose? Their argument is that over a 162 game season, the 18, 19, 20 inning game is destructive to a pitching staff. It's not wrong, but, but but that's that deal. Like, okay, it's, it's a bad, bad comparison, but this one keeps coming to mind. You make a decision at some point in one of those games. Maybe it's the 10th inning. Maybe it's the 11th inning that, Hey, this one game, the battle's not worth the war. Let's wave the white flag. Let's, let's,
2: Oh, 100%.
3: Yes. Let's bring in that reserve outfielder and let him pitch the 11th. And if we somehow win, what a party it'll be. But if we don't, let's get the
2: hell out of here. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, we're not going 17 innings.
3: Not going to lose four games in one day today. Not going to do, no offense, Ole Miss fans. Not going to do the Lane Kiffin thing where I'm, by God, not going to lose this bad in Fayetteville. And I think, I've, I'm think i literally convinced that Lane Kiffin lost two games in one night. Yeah. No one can change my mind. So I'm. I'll die on that hill. So I, I don't that, that's the part of it with me. I just don't like it's a one one game. It's been a great pitched game. And now you gotta run around second, nobody out. And all of a sudden they get four runs out of it. And so the bottom half of the innings kind of flat and just feels cheap.
2: The competition committee also voted to further limit the use of position players as pitchers to only extra innings. Or by a leading team when it's up by 10 or more runs in the ninth inning. Or a trailing team anytime it is down by eight or more runs, the source is confirmed. I don't like that either. We're going to need that on a screen somewhere. But why? Who cares how much a position player is pitching? How is that harmful to anyone? Well, and and so how do you... There's more and
3: more two-way players starting to come out. Guys who can do both.
2: And now they have to identify? I mean, what... You can't be a two-way player in Major League Baseball? So, Literally,
3: it's against the rules? So on a day where Shohei Otani's not the starting pitcher, he can't pitch? Yeah, I mean, Not that anybody's going to use him like that, but...
2: In the postseason? Yeah. No, I mean, very real. I mean, Shohei Otani can't pitch? Yeah. Ninth inning, I need an out. He's unavailable to me. He doesn't exist, even though he's on my twenty five. No, he's, he's a
3: position player.
2: Well, he's pitched 172 innings this year. Yeah, actually, he's in the side young conversation, but sure. I don't like that. No, it's terrible.
3: Jason Stark's column in The Athletic. Yeah. Really, really good. He says So now that we've got that little Super Bowl distraction out of the way, get ready for the spring training moment you've all been waiting for. Pitchers, catchers, and last but definitely not least, the shit show. Wait, the shit show? What the heck is that supposed to mean? All right, let's, expri- let's explain. As spring training approached and the talk turned to all of MLB's new rule changes, I noticed I began to hear the same descriptive sp- spring foreshadowing term over and over, the shit show. People in big league front offices used it. Even people inside the commissioner's office seemed to drop it way more casually than you expect. But why? Because every one of baseball's dramatic new rules, shift bands, pitch clocks, pickoff limits – Larger bases that shrink the distance between first and second will be in effect from day one of spring training. Not March 1, not March 15, not opening day, not April 15. It all starts on day one of spring training. Basically saying that, and you know this because you cover baseball. and I've been around baseball my whole life too. It's probably the sport that I watch the most. Baseball people hate change more than any group of people. And you are asking for a lot of change right now.
2: That's true all at once. I mean, I mean, these sports that hates change more than any other, the second, not close at
3: the major league level, the second base umpire trying to enforce the shift rules, the movement before the, the movement, right as the pitch, here's the on the shift rule. And you know, you're standing over there and you're just a person. And the cat that's hitting at the plate is hitting balls. Sometimes that go off the bat at 113, 114 miles an hour. You have to be kind of alert.
2: you're pissing off a lot of die-hard baseball fans in the hopes of picking up new fans. That's what you're doing.
3: It's going to be fascinating really, because a lot of here's what he says is that the players are being told, Hey, you think you're going to get cut slack at the beginning and you're not. We're going to hard line and force this from day one.
2: The shift. I don't know is a huge change because the shortstop is still going to be over the top of the bag. It all is really – I mean, I guess technically it is keeping him from being on the second base side, which is a change. But what it's really doing is taking out the short right field second baseman. Yes. Because now he has to be on the dirt. It's taking out the dramatic shift. Yeah. You can still shift, but it's not going to be to the level that – And I – as much as I'm kind of like it,
3: I kind of don't. Because I think part of the strategy of the game is positioning. I mean, put in my world, you can put seven people out in right field if you want to.
2: That's just your funeral if somebody decides to go the if other way. If everybody starts
3: hitting it the other way, it's going to be a problem. But if your pitchers are good enough to force it where they can't hit it the other way, well, going to be some quick innings.
2: Just for my own comedy, I'm going to be really curious to see how much Mike uses the shift when it gets down to having to actually implement it. I'm not expecting much. I wouldn't do much if I were him. You've managed
3: one way for twenty something years; I, it's worked. I just, I mean, you can do it on some extremes with guys that are just dead pull hitters.
2: His point is, he does not believe that you have enough number sample size unless it's a upperclassman where you have a career of at bats to go off of. Yeah, who is very dramatic in his pull pull side. Well, but that's basically the the reason. It's more than fair. It's like a freshman; you have no idea. No, you can't. What well, in the major leagues you've got? The minor league data for minor gays. league data,
3: and you've got guys that have played 162 game seasons. There's a lot of sample size, yeah, 500 at bats, and it's yeah. I mean, so if some guy is up there with 3,000 career at bats, you've got pretty strong analytics on where he's going to hit the ball.
2: Don't have that in the college level. It's a shorter season. All of them, I'm pretty okay with. Like second base, nobody's going to know the freaking difference in the size of the bag. That's not changing anything from a visual standpoint, and it might save some injuries. There'll be some people who actually think the shift is the, the lack of a shift is more pure. So that brings it back into what most older people like. Frankly, it's the it's the extra anything. That's the only one where you go because I'm the fas- pitch clock. I get. But I'm just it's fascinated
3: old. to see how it gets enforced. Which which
2: part? The pitch clock at the major league level. At all levels, the minor leaguers have gotten to where they love it. Once you get used to it in gameplay wise, I don't know if you notice a difference. The game's just going to move. I'm for it. I just, I want to see how it gets enforced because some of these college
3: coaches and then some big league hitters are going to fight it. Yeah. That cat in, in high A, he's just focused on one thing, man, putting up numbers and getting to the bigs. But the guy that's in his seventh season in the major leagues who has a pre-pitch routine that he's been doing for 15 years now, good luck. Yeah, no more can't play today. No. And so how do you get whoever that hey, is? I'm doing my – you know me major leaguers do the glove thing? It's just their little reset. And college players do it too. I watched a lot of college ball, and they're fixing their glove and tightening the glove, loosening the glove, tightening the glove. You don't have time for that in seven seconds.
2: You're going to have to keep your gloves on. You would have to do that at the college level, the way the rule is set, essentially. As soon as that ball is out, you would have to start the routine knowing you've got to be in the box in 12 seconds-ish. yeah, Quick. Depending on where the pitcher catches the ball.
3: Right. And if the pitcher decides to work fast.
2: Yeah, you could stall him for five seconds-ish.
3: Yeah. And there'll be some of that. And the timeouts. They can call for timeout. And the umpires are so used to granting the timeout. And then when he calls for timeout the second time and the umpire's like, I can't do it, and he's saying I've got something in my eye, how are you gonna enforce that he didn't have something in his eye? It's all Here we go. it's all coming. It's theater. And some of these college coaches, not the one you cover, but a lot of these college coaches are egomaniacs.
2: And if you they think s- at some point Vitello or Corbin's gonna get a little frustrated,
3: they're saying sure. And test umpires. See what they can get.
2: And then if they get something, the other guy's going to lose his mind. Look, Schlossnagel will have spent time this week and this this spring practice figuring out how to maximize what he has always done inside the clock, which is going to push it up against the limit over and over and over and over again. Sure, that's their identity.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: It bothers people. And here we go. It's one of the reasons it works. They irritate
2: people. They get in your head. It's part of the plan. Somebody ask about the clock. Yeah, it's again it's it's held by the if there is a clock on the wall, it is the home plate umpire's responsibility. If there is no clock on the wall, a fir, a, a a field umpire keeps a stopwatch.
3: I'm not going to be repetitive. I'm gonna let the season play out, but I watched a lot of bad umpiring last year. And now you're asking them to do something else.
2: Third base umpire would do it probably.
3: The uh, least active, I hope. Some of those home plate umpires, man, it was a real struggle.
2: Just to call the well, I mean, game up
3: here was one the, no consistency with zones, and you watch pitchers get frustrated, and hitters get frustrated, and catchers are catchers are stealing strikes, literally taking the glove this seven inches, eight inches. It's like, oh, come on, that wasn't a strike.
2: It's been a big change that. When I, was, when I had Brett Basham on other podcasts last week, he was talking about how he was always taught coming up to stick the glove and frame in that way where you're manipulating the glove mm-hmm. to have the the part of the glove as much in the strike zone as possible. Yep. And in today's world, they don't want you to do that. They want you to catch and pull right. back into the zone, and it's completely different. His argument is once ro- robo-umps come in, do you even worry about a catcher for the most part because you're no longer stealing pitches. You're just trying to make sure guys sort of don't run and have an extra bat. Yeah, that it completely changes what you would even be looking for at the position, potentially.
3: What I want to see with the robo umps is with these guys who have elite, the movement stuff, elite yeah. movement, and they're able to just paint the black. Do they get that call? Is the is the technology good enough to catch it?
2: Because visually, people are going to lose their minds. Because you, visually, you'll be amazed at what is a strike, mm-hmm. the way it comes across. I'm like, oh that, that was no it came it, all it's got to do is nick a part just of the plate when in, it crosses intersect one piece of the
3: plate that's it but it'll be I'll I'll watch I'm not one to feel sorry for the umpires but boy we're asking a lot of them and they're gonna get frustrated and that coach chirping in the fifth inning it's just it's not gonna it's not gonna resonate the same way
2: sometimes and when that umpire le- kind of lets it go on a judgment call one way and then doesn't the next way yep. a few innings later and
3: here we go. Now we've got all this back and forth and he's already missing calls. <sighs> he's going to look into a dugout and go that's enough and mean it. And I, someone's going I've had it. And someone's getting run in about the 6th inning and a years ago would not have gotten run. He would have just put up with it. It's coming. Because on some of those SEC broadcasts, at some of the SEC stadiums that aren't packed, you can hear the coaching, mm-hmm. and it's it's not romper room out there. Oh,
2: they're on people. Yeah. Look, you get a good bit of leeway. I mean, there's some words, but for the most part, you can they let a lot go. But now you're asking,
3: you're really stressing some yeah. of these guys yeah. a little bit. I mean, yeah. you're you're asking a lot. Yeah. And something tells me their pay didn't go up. No, it did not, and so, yeah, just more responsibility, more work, more stuff to get wrong.
2: Friday, four place. o'clock for the rebels in Delaware. Uh, speaking of baseball, Brian's got a good long form on the site this morning, rebelgrove dot com. He embedded with the uh, the students during their uh, their camping out for uh, spots last uh, last Friday, so you can read all about that on uh, on Rebel Grove. The first the first students, Jason Kern and his group, got out about um, ten o'clock Tuesday morning, I think. So they spent some seventy-five hours, including through a hail and thunderstorm, um, waiting on their uh, their spots on Friday afternoon. So, I'm not sure I've ever loved anything <laughs> that much. <laughs> but all it is is three days, and you're good for the season because you get to reserve your spot for yeah. the year. It's not like you have to do it every Friday. No, no, I, I get it. So today it's over. He's they're awesome. They're good. Yeah, yeah. And you can kind of like swap out. I mean, I think one of the guys is in our stream. I mean, like you can like. Okay. Yeah, you could. It, there, there was, there was manipulation there to memories and whatnot. College kids, people who are far more resilient in age. Because my back today would still be. I would be hunched over in a way that I wouldn't oh, be able to sure. to move. It would just be complete and utter chaos at that point. I mean,
3: what does Robo hump do when he's called a <laughs> blank sucker? <laughs>
2: Well, it'd be here's a good p- point. If you're doing robo-omps, do you put monitors in both dugouts so the coaches can see where it crossed? I mean, I would think you'd try to so you go. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, because if I see it, all right. Oh, well, you either are gonna
3: have to. You're either gonna trust the technology
2: or you don't. Yeah, that's a good point. So. Podcast brought to you in part, part by Northeast Spark N E S P A R C service people across rural communities. Two packages: the 100 Mbps. Or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's indiespark.com, 662-238-3159, phone service, parental controls, network security, and much more. So give the office a call today. Get the best internet in Lafayette County as well as parts of Union and Pontotoc Counties. Again, that's 662-238-3159. Brought to
3: you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Get in touch with John. Just give him some um, parameters. Give him a budget. He'll give you options, help you plan a, a special trip, one that will create a lifetime of unique memories. It's J Edwards at RegencyTravel.net or uh, 901-494-3387. Um, Oxford's new Greek restaurant on the square. Opa's great place for coming up this weekend for baseball, for basketball, whatever the case may be. Stop by OPA, make it a part of your weekend. Fabulous food, great craft libations as well at Opa. I'll have a mailbag up at some point tomorrow. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Picks finished up uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. They were brought to you all season long by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, If you're on the job hunt, they can help you. If you are uh, looking for quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you with that as well. Payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. So you've got nothing to lose. Get in touch with Will, Sydney, or uh, Kelsey at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, Chase, after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment. Financing is available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale, equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. So much offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback offering ridings. Uh, You can buy your first horse and compete in national competitions and everything in between. It's a Southern Traditions Farm on Facebook or Instagram.
2: Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer medicine. Feed your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery. You have everything you need when you need it with G&M. So whether you're in Holly Springs, or you're in Oxford, you make one call, they'll transfer your medications from the big box pharmacy and take care of you moving forward. Again, that's 662 236 2-2. Two, 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 two. so from a straight numbers standpoint which it's a little little shaky is um, the second most recorded watch Super Bowl of all time 113 million viewers across television it is worth noting however though that uh, they did not include Nielsen ratings at sports bars until 2020. So consider that number in from the standpoint of people out places and, and whatnot. Still, with that being the case, the all-time Super Bowl viewership record is NBC's broadcast of Super Bowl, I don't know what the number is, 39 maybe, um, in 2000, no, it's not 39, it's way higher than that, 2015, whatever that number is. Okay. I'm having a hard time with Roman numerals at the time, but um, <clears throat> maybe 49. I'm doing the math in my head. Uh, yeah, it be see. right, 49. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Most uh, they they also think this is the uh, let's see second most watched halftime show I believe is where it was Katy Perry the all time record in twenty fifteen as well so not a shock the most watched Super Bowl is also the
3: they had a spike in halftime watches right I don't know did they that's what I thought I heard that they added viewers at halftime oh really they saw a spike and then a, and then
2: a Patriots Seahawks was that Super Bowl by the way at one fourteen four not counting sports bars okay. So it was probably. I mean, I don't know how to do that, but and then it's not a shock that Kansas City and Philadelphia had the highest local markets. It should just be a national holiday.
3: Just make Monday a federal holiday. Call it what it is.
2: Give everybody the. Yeah,
3: everybody have just that weekend. Play the game on Sunday. Let everybody recover on Monday and get back to it on Tuesday.
2: Who would argue? The. 180 million people who didn't watch Super Bowl? I think they've decided that
3: more than half of the American populace watches the Super Bowl.
2: Is that right? That's a huge number. Well, yeah, thanks. I mean,
3: you know. It beats
2: like everything but MASH, doesn't it? I mean, it's,
3: <laughs> I mean pe- people who literally don't ever watch a football game watch the Super Bowl. They don't watch one game the whole year, and they watch that. That's kind of holiday stuff. That's a good point. I mean, there are lots of people who don't watch a single high school, college, or pro game all season long, and they watch the Super Bowl. Or they attend a Super Bowl party where it's on and they say they watch. That
2: counts. Sure. Um... Just tragedy out of Michigan State last night. They had a, uh, an active shooter on campus. I think I've seen maybe three fatalities at this point was the number that I saw. They've obviously canceled athletic events. No, they canceled all university activity for at least the next 48 hours. I'm not sure what is going on beyond that. The shooter was captured and killed, correct? I have no idea. Is that true? I think so. Okay. I don't know. Um, I followed it on social media last night. I'm reading from ESPN at 10 o'clock last night. I've not seen an update to this article it says three students were killed and at least five others were wounded after the shooter fire uh, opened fire shortly before 8:30 p.m. Eastern time. They said the victims suffered life uh, said several victims suffered life threatening injuries and that five were in critical condition at Sparrow Hospital. Um, the gunman who killed himself hours after the shooting was Anthony McRae, 43 year old. Yeah, I just pulled that up. Shot himself miles away from campus while being confronted by police. He had no affiliation with the university at all. So just yeah, I mean I not really sure what to say, but I got nothing but obviously just Shooter was
3: a former
2: probationer. Okay.
3: I'm pulling up a Michigan based article. died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound, was a former probationer, had had never served, let's see. had never, my, my thing went off. I had never served time in prison, according to Department of Corrections. He was spotted near an abandoned building. I don't know, okay. long story. Okay. Um, he had pled guilty previously to weapons, firearms, and possessions of a loaded firearm charge. Okay. He was placed on probation October twenty fourth of twenty nineteen. Discharged from probation May fourteenth of twenty twenty one. Never had a positive drug test while on probation. Before his arrest, he'd had four counts of driving license suspended. I don't know. There's
2: okay. no no warning signs. Okay. So monitor updating thing that happens there over the course of the uh, the week. Uh, last night, Ole Miss uh, women beat Kentucky 74-52. The Rebels now 20-5 and overall. I think 9-3 in the SEC, if I have that correctly. Um pulling it up to make sure I have that correctly. Yes, 9-3 in the SEC. After that one, back-to-back, 21 seasons for the first time since maybe the mid-90s, something like that. And then uh, the schedule's pretty tough the rest of the way, but they're clearly in the NCAA tournament. They'll have a pretty good seed there, I would assume. Oh, yeah. Their next two, though, at LSU and then South Carolina at home on February 19th. So, just two free shots. To go play some basketball yeah, and see what neither happens. Neither the
3: loss is going to hurt you.
2: No, not even a little bit. Uh, South Carolina kind of dominated LSU, by the way, in that highly mm-hmm. anticipated game a few days ago. Um, it's
3: almost like they're really, really good.
2: They're quite, quite good. They got spooked in Starkville, and that's about the only game that's even been sort of closed for them most of the season. And then Ole Miss closes at home against Missouri and then at Alabama, with the two uh, remaining games left on their schedule beyond those two. Alabama's pretty good, and uh, Missouri's 15-10, and and 4-8 in the SEC. The Kentucky team that Ole Miss just beat by 21 or 22 beat Missouri by 23. Gotcha. So, Ole Miss feels like they have one more at least. They'll get to 10 and go from there, depending on the Alabama game, and either pulling or not pulling uh, an upset there. So, that's uh, kind of where that's uh, that's at. I saw one of LSU's pitchers had – UCL injury yesterday is out for the year. Yeah, so they've been hit a little bit. That sucks. Oh, it's awful.
3: I mean, I don't care who your rooting interest is. There's nothing yeah. worse than the 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 kid who busts his ass all off season to get ready for a season, and he's right there to the starting gate, and then he gets an injury. That sucks. It sucks for the kids. I don't care what uniform they wear and how much you hate that uniform. It yeah. sucks for the kids
2: like bad like you those just, year in suck always but when you're this close yeah it sucks at least when it happens in august you have time to yeah
3: process i mean that kid's like days away from him jackson wiggins at arkansas yeah that's that sucks you got to feel for those kids the people that are like oh well you know I, I i hate that that's the part of sports i can't go there as much as i want the cubs to win i don't want it to be because all the cardinals got hurt I don't want Jack Flaherty to get hurt. I'd like for him to sign with the Cubs in a year, <laughs> but I don't want him to get hurt. I, I don't. I don't want to see Nolan Arenado get hurt because if I go see a Cardinal game, I kind of want to see Nolan Arenado play. And the college guys, the pro guys, the college guys, it's even worse. Oh, it's, it's terrible. I mean, imagine how deflating that is for that kid at LSU, for Jackson Wiggins at Arkansas. You were looking forward to a season, and all of a sudden, you're rehabbing your arm while (laughs) while your buddies are playing. Grant. Sucks.
2: Grant Taylor, a projected weekend starter, the number 15 overall prospect in the 2023 MLB draft. Yeah, I mean, come on. Brutal day for him.
3: Hmm. And yeah, the surgery's going to be okay, and he'll get it fixed. He will be fine. He'll be fine. But you just hate it for the kid. He was getting ready to go play with his buddies in a really highly anticipated season. Then all of a sudden, now you're just a spectator, and that sucks.
2: Oh, mentally, next couple days. Yeah, I just... Sure.
3: Nobody wants to win like that.
2: We'll obviously talk about this probably more on Thursday, but I'm just kind of curious. LSU opens with Western Michigan. I didn't I didn't know if they played some big series or not. Texas plays Arkansas to open. They had some tournament or something? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think they're in Dallas or Frisco, one of the oh, Texas okay. things. Maybe Globe Life, I think in Arlington. Okay. Let's see. Now I'm just kind of curious. They play TCU the next day, and Oklahoma State. Oh, okay, so it's, so it's Arkansas, Missouri. That's all from the SEC, and then Oklahoma State, Texas, TCU from the Big Twelve, who's and then the somebody 16? else. I don't oh, okay. know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I could die for a minute if you. No, it but. doesn't matter. <laughs> oh no, it's uh, it's Vanderbilt. Never mind. I'm oh, Okay, sure. yeah. Missouri, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas, Texas, A- Texas, TCU, t- 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 Oklahoma State. Yeah. Oh, good tournament. Pretty good teams. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Missouri's like, what are we here for? <laughs> Did you guys mean to invite LSU? <laughs> Other Tiger. sorry. It's, there's another Columbia. That's the Gamecocks. They can come. They were purple and gold. What are we supposed to do? Everybody else in that deal is pretty serious about it. It's my. It, it's again. I've said this a thousand times. It, it's a credit to Missouri that they don't even really like. They just go okay, and they're not bad. I mean, they can be okay yeah. at times. They were not bad last year. No, they're okay. They had a couple of dudes who could pitch. They usually can find pitchers. They have a hard time putting offense together. I probably watched twelve to fifteen
3: of their games last year. They weren't. They weren't bad. Yeah, I help you. I know. I watched a bunch. Because otherwise, I was just going to sit here and be a vegetable. So I was like, I need to watch it. And so I did. And they were one of those teams, when you watched the game at Missouri, you would hear the coaching. That's well, he's told me, man, these umpires are getting – they're hearing it.
2: It looks like – I didn't realize. It looks like Hawaii is in that tournament Ole Miss is in out there too.
3: The one in Minnesota?
2: Yeah. I was trying to figure out who else was around and I'm seeing Hawaii stuff as I'm, as I'm doing that. So again, something that does not matter right now. I don't even know why I'm fiddling through it, but I was doing it because I did think I I did think Vanderbilt was with Ole Miss out there. So they're doing two of those tournaments Okay, because they're in Minneapolis too. Vandy is. Yes. And then the SEC teams are playing Nebraska, Maryland, and Minnesota. Okay. So, okay. Anyway, we're devolving quickly here uh rebelgrove.com in the meantime today back tomorrow back on Thursday normal week for you have some other podcast as well so hope all of you have a, uh, a wonderful day head on over to the site as um, our friend Leah said on Twitter this morning if you need a last minute gift rebelgrove.com is your answer it renews every year it takes up care of Valentine's the rest of the way so you can uh, you can sign up we appreciate you wherever you read or listen and we'll talk to you again tomorrow